should I take my social security? How much risk can I tolerate? I'm afraid I'm overpaying in taxes. Did I save enough? I can't keep up with all these rules. There are a lot of components to your retirement, and it certainly can seem overwhelming. It's time to establish a partnership with a professional who can provide you with a written plan, the proper strategies, and then be there with you along the way. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Saving for retirement is important, but it's not a plan. On today's show, some ideas on how to turn your savings into a successful retirement plan that can help provide the income you need. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. It's Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is, of course, president of Frisbee & Associates. He's author of a great little book called Every Dime Every Day and so much more than that. Hey, Kevin, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Steve. How are you doing today? Very, very well, thanks. And I like this segment. It kind of just brings together all the pieces of a retirement plan, I guess. And and uh, I thought it might be fun to just sort of break it down and, you know, because it is all about the plan, right? It really is all about the plan, and, and I'm anxious to dig into this, too, because this is kind of a, a preview of our consultation when people come into the office and meet with me, and, and we talk through each one of these pieces of, of, of what that plan should look like and include, potentially. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I guess, it, you know, so we've been a good saver, let's just say that for, to start, and, you know, we've maybe we've got a 401k, an IRA, maybe a Roth, a brokerage account, whatever it might be. So then we're looking at retirement. How do we know what to do? I mean, where does that money come from? What what part, when, how, that's where you come in. You know, I'm I'm sort of surprised how many people really don't know how to figure this out. And they, they don't because they come in and say, Kev, I heard you talk about it on the show and, and, you know, something triggered and I need help with this part. And it's, for me, it's fairly simple. You know, you, you, you lay out a plan, meaning you start with a budget. What do you need for that? What, what do you, uh, on a monthly basis, what's your, your retirement income look like, meaning social security or pensions or mainstay retirement or whatever? And then you look at your money bucket and then looking at a distribution plan from the money bucket. I had a call from a, a, a referral a doctor called me a couple of weeks ago now and or a week ago now and said, you know, I'm working with another broker, another firm at a bank uh, local here in, uh, in central Maine, but they never talk about the distribution. And I'm calling you because I need your help to, to figure out how to put that piece together. And I said, all right, and he come in, we talked and they said, here's why, here's how you do it. You lay this out the four columns, and then at the end, you get the money. It, the old financial books talk about a 4% withdrawal rate. And right. it's funny, the guy that wrote that, uh, and that came out about 25 years ago, if you remember, Steve, the guy mm-hmm. that wrote that just about a month or two ago, uh, come back out and said, well, maybe that's not the correct calculation. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> so they, they've been given advice, and, and he's been writing about this for, for a couple decades, and, and now he thinks it's not the correct way to look at that, uh, the approach to look at for withdrawals. He thinks it should be a higher percentage. And I do too. So we typically build in a 6% withdrawal rate. And and here's the key. It's not just willy-nilly taking 6% a year out of your accounts. It's trying to figure out tax efficiently is the key here, where best to take the money out, supplement your income, 
Let's do 6%, but which account do you take more from than another based on the tax situation or potential tax situation? Right. I mean, again, that's that <laughs> that does sound simple. I mean, but, uh, but I guess it's not easy, right? It, it's simple, again, but not I can, easy. <laughs> it's simple, but not easy. And I, I have a knack in the commentary that people give to me, Kev, I've never heard it put so simply that I can understand it. That's the commentary when people a lot of times leave the office. And that, that's kind of one of my strengths. So to that point, it can be confusing. And if you just want to come in and just walk through and talk through this, I, I believe we can make some sense and give you some direction. And, and you might not even be a client. You might not even ever do business with us. But but at the end of the day, you'll never forget that. And you might circle back around or or send your friend in that might need some help in the future. And, and that's really what we're, we're just looking for the opportunity to, to you know, showcase who we are and what we do and, and guide people along. And one of the things that, again, it's a big part of a retirement plan and, and it needs to be is, is taxes. And I'm all about paying the, the tax that I owe, but I don't want to pay more than that. Listen, Steve, tax mitigation is a conversation I'm having every time that I sit with a, a, a new person coming in for that consultation or even a, every client. We're getting towards the end of the summertime right now. You know, you think in fall time. When I think fall time, I think Roth conversions. <laughs> it's just yeah. automatic in my head because that's the that's the season that we start talking about mitigating taxes with retirement monies. What does a Roth conversion mean? Well, I think the, the October, November timeframe is the best time of the year to bring this up and talk through this because now you kind of know what your income is going to be for the end of the year. So if you, if you did Roth conversion strategies early in the year, if your income changed, then you could shoot yourself in the foot and you don't want to do it too early. But th coming up into the fall here in the next couple of months, you're, you're going to have a time to say, all right, my income is going to lay land here. And now you look at your tax brackets. And then I'm going to, I'm going to say, all right, we can take this amount of money, whatever that dollar amount is, bring you all the way up to the top of that next tax bracket, convert that from an IRA to a Roth IRA, and completely mitigate the taxes forever after that fact. You have to deal with the taxes now at the current rates, which are probably the lowest in history that they'll be. And then now you don't have to worry about any more taxes on any of that money going forward. And that really is the goal, isn't it? I mean, to have tax-free income in retirement, it just, I mean, it sounds almost impossible, but it, it's very possible working, working the plan. It is very possible, and and here's a, I, I was I was listening to and reading some articles here about a week ago, and they were talking about some of these billionaires that uh, own companies and and uh, CEOs of some of these companies. PayPal, for example, the CEO had put all his initial stock. I don't know if you know the, heard this story, but all all his initial stock, which was fractions of a penny, on into his Roth IRA. Right. And so now it's worth you know almost three hundred million dollars, whatever whatever the number was. So now that the, the politicians are kicking this around saying, wait a minute, we're gonna, that's, a, that's a tax loophole. And they're looking at Roths to say, hey, maybe we're going to limit how much money people can put into a Roth. Yeah. You know, maybe they pick $3 million or five, whatever that number is and then anything above that. So to that point, if the politi politicians are looking at Roths saying, wait a minute, we, we didn't realize that that was going to be such a loophole. Don't you think that normal Americans should start thinking about what is a Roth benefit potentially to them? <laughs> right. Of, of course, the billions are, billionaires are using it to to a great extent. Uh, let's let's have the uh, the average American, the average Joe, working person, try to figure this out and take advantage of that. Uh, maybe not to that level, obviously, but uh, as best they can with what they have. I did read that story, Kevin, and I loved one of the headlines. It's they called him Lord of the Roth. 
<laughs> yeah, Lord of the Roth. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I thought that was funny. So let's talk about uh, readjusting our portfolios as we get closer to retirement. I mean, we spent our entire career thinking save, 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 save. But you're there for that transition from that, you know, t- to the distribution and preservation mode. Here's a, here's what we do. I, I think here's where we shine. There's a lot of ways I think we shine, but let's just, I'm okay. saying I'm not trying to toot my horn, but we do a great job as an organization. And one of these areas is that readjustment of portfolios. And it's not just once a year. Here's the thing. If people are listening right now, my clients will appreciate this because they know, and they've already seen if they've had experience with us, what we do. We're ongoing every single month, making adjustments in the portfolio. The reason we're doing that, number one, we're trying to maximize our client's money. And because we do fee-based, it affects us positively or negatively by us growing or losing client's money. Basically, we're tied at the hip. And and since we don't have transaction charges, number one, and since we don't do loaded mutual funds, number two, it allows us to be able to do those transactions without our clients paying any additional charges. So that readjustment doesn't happen every six months or once a year. You know, you go to a broker. I've had three people come here in the last couple of days from firms that they had uh, A-share mutual funds. And I don't care what firm you're using. If you have an A-share mutual fund, you want to look at your statement and you'll see mutual fund, XYZ fund, class A. And if that's the case, go to Morningstar.com, punch in that ticker symbol of the mutual fund, click go, and it's going to be a tab of several items. Hit the fees and expenses of that mutual fund. This is how we do our research. We have computer software that breaks down every single fund. You're going to find, if you have an A-share mutual fund, in a lot of cases, a fee that you get basically charged up front. They basically take a commission off of your initial investment as high sometimes as 5.75%. Wow. For example, you put a $100,000 investment in a mutual fund like that, and you're actually paying $5,750 up front to the broker above and beyond the additional fees and expenses of managing the portfolio. All right. If you do that, you're stuck in a in a basically mutual fund passive position. You're you're stuck because you can't technically move that around because you would pay those fees every time. And which is why we stay away from those. And I, I get a kick. These people that go into the broker and do a review every six months or once a year and whatever. And the broker says, hey, I think we should be changing some things around. Well, let me let me ask you why. All right. As a consumer, why is the broker wanting to change your things around every six months or every year whenever you meet with them? Because they get paid an additional commission for doing it. Right. Think about that for a second. Well, so, uh, yeah. I mean, I just read a story. I mean, that's where churning comes in, isn't it? If it was gone going, yes, it's illegal to do that. But to make passive recommendations every six months or a year, that's technically not churning. Okay. So, you know, the, the, the consumer thinks that the broker is doing them a favor and maybe they're putting them in a fund and whatever. But at the end of the day, you got to think that there's a conflict of interest there. And so I, we stay totally away from that whole strategy if, for those reasons. I, I don't want to, I don't want ever, any, anything ever to be underhanded here or not disclosed. Everything's transparent because we're fiduciary licensed advisors. So I'm, I'm telling the story because I've had many instances recently where people come in and they just don't have any idea, Steve, what the process and, and what the, the situation is with their portfolio. And they wonder why their broker doesn't make any changes that, and, and, until they meet. And that's the reason. Our reviews, people come in ongoing, right? And we sit down and say, hey, have you seen, have you been watching what we've been doing for the last six months? 
every six months we do reviews with clients. And a lot of times people say, yeah, because we send an, a weekly email on, on Sunday afternoon indicating how the accounts did for the week. So we're very proactive to that. So that readjusting your portfolio as retirement needs change is an automatic process every single month with every one of our clients. Well, and folks, if that's something that you like, that piqued your interest, and maybe you've never had that kind of a review before, let's go ahead and invite folks to call right now, Kevin. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, don't miss the opportunity to come on in right now and sit down to get that financial roadmap put together. Kevin and the team at Frisbee and Associates, well, they understand that complex financial world, and they can break it down, make it easy to understand. It's a true practical financial review. The time is now. Don't procrastinate another day. Simply make the phone call, 800-998-5649. You heard Kevin, the next 10 callers, going to get that comprehensive financial review, showing you where you are today, of course, but more importantly, it does become that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. We often talk about the importance of a written financial and income plan for a successful retirement. If you're in the financial red zone, that plan is critical. Some tips to help you get there when we come right back. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. <laughs> funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. Benjamin Franklin said, a penny saved is a penny earned. But how much is a penny really worth? Well, technically, still one cent, but it depends on when it was minted. If it's a pre-1982 penny, the copper in it's actually worth more. Pennies made before 1982 were 95% copper. Since 2000, the price of copper has risen dramatically, making the meltdown value of these pennies more than the face value of the coin. Based on per pound current value of copper, the copper in each pre-1982 penny is worth 1.7 cents. Melted down, its value is 70% higher. But wait, don't go melting down your pennies just yet. It's illegal. Hold on to them though. If the penny is ever discontinued as legal tender, then melt away. Money, money. 
I'm Dave Perkins with Funny Money. Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Shadal. Kevin, uh, having a great conversation. Boy, we're kind of going over the the uh, the basic pillars of a, of a solid retirement plan. We're going to sort of continue that trend. Um, and you know, the financial red zone. Where we? Where does? What does that mean to you when we say financial red zone? Well, I, I consider the red zone like a football field, right? When they, uh, you know, the team's marching down the field and they get within that uh, ten yards of of uh, score, twenty yards of scoring a touchdown, depending on how how people want to look at that. And so to me, when you're getting close within 10 years, let's say, or, or 20 years of retirement, and 20 years is a good time frame because that starts to stir up the 50-year-olds to, to start thinking about this. And I've had a lot of 50-year-olds, young 50s come in lately talking about, and I love this too, because they're starting to ask questions about what should we, we be doing, getting ourselves set up to get in the, in the right direction. And to me, I'd rather see that than somebody come in at 65 Trying to figure out how to get to the <laughs> well, yeah. how to get to the end game. Exactly, so. exactly. I, I, in fact, I'm putting together a segment. Uh, I think it's next week that we're talking just about that. I think you inspired me about 50 years old. What to do at 50? Yeah, I, it's important, right? Yeah. I, and there's different steps at different ages. So that red zone right now to me is if you're within five or ten years of retirement, I, I think it's one of the most critical times to really lay out and make sure you're going to be on track and and pick the right time and and what does that look like and how much how many years do you really uh, have or what are you thinking about? That's one of my first questions when people come in. We start uh, having a dialogue, and, and it's you know that that consultation that we do with people. And I'm, I'm asking people, well, number one, what do you want to accomplish today? What are you hoping to to gain for information out of here, so I can make sure I'm effective? But number two, what, what are you thinking? If you, whatever you're doing for work, what, what are you thinking for time frame? What, what do you, what's your expectation? And so it's a, just a good start to a conversation to try to figure out where people are thinking about uh, retiring at. But that really becomes a, a mind shift that has to happen, and and it's a good time around. Like when you said, when you're around fifty, maybe the kids are out of the house and all of that, and and there are certainly elements that come into play, and one of those is inflation. Uh, it's the hot button right now. Oh, it I, is. You know, in, in inflation. Here's the thing with inflation. I've been telling people, I've had a lot of questions about inflation and, and what people's expectations are and whatever. I've had a lot of people ask me recently, you know, how do I hedge against higher inflation? Here, there's a couple commentary pieces here. So interest rates, the, the market, the stock market will not like if interest rates rise. That's the, the everybody knows that. And so I don't believe that the, the Federal Reserve is going to let interest rates float like they will, they, like they did in the 1970s. They can't do it because they're, they're backed in the corner. They have too much debt, the $28 trillion, $29 trillion in debt currently and, and racing towards 30 pretty quickly. And so- if, if I believe that, that they cannot raise rates to combat inflation, that means they have to let inflation run hot for a long period of time. What does that mean on the investment cycle, on the investment world, right? Mm-hmm. So on the investment world with equities, you have increased inflation. Ultimately, that's going to boost equity prices because now cost of goods keep going higher. We just had a, a situation here, a local company give the whole plant, hundreds of employees, a $4 an hour raise. Well, there's two reasons for that. Number one, they they finding it difficult to maintain and and attract uh, current employees' help because it's such a a tough marketplace. So wages are going higher across the country. And that's just one small example. By wages going higher, that that consumer company that is a manufacturing company here in Maine is simply not going to eat that on the bottom line. 
all right, they're going to actually pass that on to the grocery store product that they offer on the shelves. And so you have that that vicious cycle. Now it's going to look, it's going to make their revenues look higher. It's going to make their profits continue to be high. And so the earnings on the bottom line will be higher. And at, as, as an end result, the stock price goes up. In addition to that, what's going on in real estate right now, a good hedge with inflationary environment, what we have right now is real estate. So real estate, you're, you're seeing outbids on single families and multifamilies here in, in the uh, New England area, all across all across the country for that matter. I have these conversations with, with some advisor friends everywhere. So you look at that, inflation is something to pay attention to. To that point, if you're not invested in equities or real estate, and, and I won't say metals because metals haven't really performed that great this year, but, but something that's going to continue to rise with inflation, you're falling behind. And I say that because We've had a lot of people come in lately, Steve, Steve, with the CDs from banks and credit unions that have renewed or are about to renew, and they've got a let's say a five-year CD that's expired, and they yeah they had a nice three or three and a quarter percent five years ago, but guess what they're going to get for a rate right now <laughs> near zero. I mean less than a right. percent. So if you're getting less than a percent, guess what? You're not you're losing ground, a lot of ground. So at the end of the day, you've got to figure out all right how do I how do I put some money to work. Not take too much risk, but try to get some gains to keep up with inflation. It's going to be a factor, I think, for years and years to come. And as we start to, uh, again, begin to evaluate that when we talk about our time horizon, let's talk about what it's going to take in terms of, of spending to keep us where we want to be, to keep us in the lifestyle that we want. And so one of the first parts of the plan, right, is figuring out what the budget need is going to be. And budget is a dirty word to a lot of people. I understand that. But at the end of the day... Look at it a budget or think about about a, a budget as just a number to try to drill down to. How much do you need on a monthly basis today? Fig- figuring in two things. There's two, th- two major things, Steve, that people forget to add into the budget. First of all, part of the budget is you have the basics to run the household. It doesn't matter if you're a homeowner or a renter. There's a, there's a number of paying bills and utilities and insurances and taxes and all that kind of thing um, on, on property. Or if you're renting, whatever those bills are or the rent and additional expenses. And then the second part of the budget is lifestyle. You know, if you're going fishing the Moosehead versus traveling to France on a, on a world tour, well, there's different budget needs for that, right? So it really is individually dependent on what are you going to do at, when you retire? And one year you might do extravagant spending and one year you might not. So let's figure out what that budget is and kind of put a number to the table and say, this is what I need. The, the two things that people forget to add are taxes and insurance costs. And how do we do that? Well, two things. For income tax purposes, that's kind of simple to figure out. You know, if you say you need six or seven thousand dollars, let's say you need seven thousand dollars a month okay. for your household to, to cover the basics and lifestyle. Well, if you need seven thousand net to pay the bills and, and do what you want to do, that means you have to have actually eight thousand dollars in income pre-tax so that you can deduct the, the income taxes from that. Healthcare is the biggie. Where if you are younger than 65, you have to go to healthcare.gov, see if you qualify for a subsidy healthcare plan. If you don't, what's the cost going to be? And you can get a gauge of that on healthcare.gov. If you're on Medicare, that's easy because we have three Medicare reps. We can sit sit you down with somebody and say, here's the cost of Medicare, 150 bucks roughly for Medicare Part B. Do you need an Advantage plan? It could be zero premium in your county, like most counties here in Maine are now. And so it could be relatively cheap for Medicare, a good Medicare plan. And so, but that has to be built into that budget need to figure out how much, and, and then inflation, 
factor. All right, if it's six, $7,000 a month this year, if you're 65 years old and if you live to, I don't know, 95 years old, 30 years, what's the cost of living? God God only knows what the cost of living is going to be down the road, but you've got to build in. If the government's coming out saying it's 4.2% inflation rate right now, you've got to at least build 3 4% into your income plan to you know going forward to make sure you can survive. And those are the kinds of things that you do day in, day out. And, and I think for a lot of folks, it just we don't even think about that. And but boy, working with an advisor like you and 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 what you do at Frisbee and Associates, that's what gives you the confidence to boldly go into retirement. That that's the thing. I mean, we. I, I mean, I'm talking obviously openly, passionately about this because I I preach this stuff and I talk this stuff every single day, just helping people understand that this is the importance of knowing where you're at on a spending. Uh, schedule every month. You don't have to track everything like we do, and you don't have to do all of that stuff and write everything down. But you do have to. Com- you should compile everything at least one time to see what it's actually costing you. And now you have a basis to to build upon the rest of that plan. And we do this day in and day out. Well, and that by doing that, you can adjust your risk tolerance. You don't have to feel like, oh, I've got to be super risky because I don't have enough money. <laughs> that's completely off the table. Well, that's a good point. Now you brought up risk factor because now people are trying to take, people are taking too much risk unnecessarily in their portfolios. Some people, and a lot of people I should say, don't even know how much risk they're taking. So a lot of people are trying to take the risk because they think they're trying to play catch up. And when we come in and we we do a comparison of where they're at risk-wise compared to how we can help them with our tactical portfolios, we a lot of times will bring, no, almost every time, bring their risk way down from where they're at and get them a, get them a comparable return. People look, when, when we lay that on a board, people look and say, well, I don't understand. How can you, how can you have those kind of returns like I'm already getting with 25% of the risk that I have right now? And the answer is, one answer to to both of those. It's because of the activity. It's the tactical movement, like we talked about on the first segment. That right. that we're watching our portfolio managers are watching their portfolios and making market changes every. They're not making changes every day, but they're watching it every day and making changes as the market changes. And that's what we want to do, folks, is stay on top of it, work with an advisor, work with a fiduciary independent firm like Frisbee and Associates. And in fact, Kevin, why don't we invite folks to call? You still got some spots on your calendar. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, here it is. This is a great opportunity to sit down and really get a financial roadmap put together. Let Kevin and the team take that complex financial world and break it down, make it clear, make it easy to understand. It is an excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review. So if you're listening, just give us a call, 800-998-5649. The next 10 callers right now get that comprehensive financial review, plus all the extras that Kevin just talked about, the portfolio analysis, the Social Security analysis, 
all of that, no cost, no obligation. And then when you walk out the door, you'll have a roadmap. You'll have a guide that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. So in short, you've got nothing to lose. 10 callers, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Preparing for retirement is a daunting task. Saving, planning, all the what-ifs, misinformations is abundant and can potentially derail the best plans. When we come back, ideas to help build your confidence going into your golden years. Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoons? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 800-998-5649. It's your go-go years, so let's get going with another retirement road trip. Road trip? Huh. Not yet, but we are excited about when we can again. In the meantime, let's set up some temporary road trips you can make at home. Maybe call them haul trips. Come with me. Let me introduce you to an area of the home meant to keep your vehicle out of the elements. Where's your car? In the driveway? Why is that? Well, let's go inside and take a look. Oh, now I see why. Let's see what we have here. Old treadmill turned clothes hanger collecting dust now. Old newspapers. Hmm. I see Reagan beat Mondale. Nice TV. Vintage 1989. Who wants to watch Cheers? When cabin fever sets in, you can finally do what you've been saying. One of these days, I'm cleaning it out. Follow me to another area of the house. In my day, we called this room a kitchen. Now, what's that odd-looking appliance there? No, 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 not the microwave. You know that one. The one over there. It's called an oven or a stove or both. Anyway, in another time, people would prepare meals on and in this device. And many times, others would gather around for maybe a little wine, some appetizers, and great conversation. Now, come in here. This is called a dining room. Now, back in the olden days, families would gather around this thing called a table, enjoy a meal together, and not check social media. No, they'd actually do a little something we used to call talk. Here, I'll go ahead and take your reservation for tonight at 6. And by the way, this room doubles as a card-playing table room after dinner, or maybe board games. Now, you know this room, it's the bathroom. What's this? You're out of you-know-what? Time for a real, safe, social distancing road trip to the store to find out they're still out. Any room in your home is a great room to go online and set up a virtual conversation with your retirement advisor and learn how to build a solid plan for yourself with income and risk protection. Hopefully soon we can all get back out on the road. Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Of course, Kevin is a fiduciary and independent. got a lot of folks uh, with him, uh, also fiduciary. And, and again, being independent, that's a key, isn't it, Kevin? I mean, fiduciary and independent, those two things are, are really paramount, I think. Pa- paramount. So I had a, I got to tell you a quick story about this. It's kind of a funny thing because 
It's not funny. I shouldn't say that, but I see I see this often. But it's funny because it was a family member. So this couple comes in the office. They were a referral from one of my clients in Portland, and so they drove all the way from the Portland area up to the Lewiston office. And by the way, we have Portland location or soccer location too. So if you're listening to the show, we've got you covered. We can meet you seven locations. So this couple comes and meets me and uh, starts right out and says, uh, "Tell me about yourself. Tell me about your firm." And they were very direct, which I appreciate because I'm a direct guy too. Right. I'd rather have it straight. Let's let's talk, you know, talk shop right out of the shoot. So <clears throat> we started talking through, I started talking through who we are, what we do, that kind of thing. And so then he he stopped and said, I got to tell you our, a little bit about our why we're here and wh- where we have, have been. He says, we work with this firm um, who is a not to be named firm, um, but this firm has cap, what, what we call captive agents, advisors. Sure. And so, and it's a prominent firm here that does business nationally, but prominent here in Maine. So this firm employed this couple's nephew. I think it was a nephew. And so you would think that this nephew would have done what was in the best interest of them. And and the guy said to the nephew saying, listen, it's us. All right. I don't want you to do your big box shop plan on us. I don't want you to pitch that. I want you to do what's in our best interest. This is him being direct to the to the nephew. Sure. Fair, right? Yep. And so it turns out that that nephew didn't do what was in the best interest of him. And he was a, he's a smart, this is a smart couple and knew what was going on. They got a million plus dollars. They're paying attention to what's going on and presented and stuck them in some of these big box products. And I say products because, and this guy knew the difference too. He says, yep, they, they put us in this loaded to, to the firm's benefit, loaded funds that were created by this firm. Um, and so the problem with that is being a captive agent of some of these firms. And again, they're prominent here in New England is, is they're selling some of the funds and, and investments that they created, including the variable annuity that they had, had proposed putting some money into, which he, he started right out. Tell me about wh- what your thoughts are on annuities. And I said, started writing about variable annuities, staying away from them. They're very costly and yada, yada, yada. Anyway, he says, I just want you to know that we've gone through this. I understand that, you know, you're not, you're independent. You, you do what you do and you have really our the, the client's best interest in front of you because that's your license. Those big box firms do not have a fiduciary license, by the way. Um, just a little FYI. So <clears throat> I'm just pointing it out because I can't tell you how many times I have this conversation with people. And look, this couple knew that they were not put in the right spot. A lot of people don't know. And they've got these portfolios and they've got these loaded funds and these proprietary funds that put up are put up by these firms. And they just don't know what they're paying underlying in cost. And sometimes it really is a detriment to your portfolio and your long potential retirement and even generational that you're, you you got to get a handle on that. Getting, get, you know, doing the x-ray that we do, looking at the fees, the risk, and the returns is critically important to, to now have education and be able to make better choices. Right. Well, again, you make a great point there, Kevin, and, and you know, kind of goes into what we're talking about here. Um, a lot of misinformation and being guided down a path because, well, it's a big name place and so they must know what they're doing. And, and well, maybe they do, but maybe they don't. Yeah. <laughs> and and well, I think it goes back to what you've said before, and I certainly agree with, and that is you get what you pay for when it comes to an advisor and, and you are there for us. Because you that, have that, to be and because really you want to be. Because we want to be too. So let me tell you about the, the, the big, you know, if people listen to the show, let me, let me explain something briefly here. It's Frisbee and Associates. We have seven locations, one of the 
probably biggest, fastest growing firms in New England, if not, you know, volume wise, I, I know we're one of the biggest in, in the state, if not the biggest in the state. So peep, we don't, we're not, we don't hold people's money here. Let me, let me explain. When people do business with us, we use custodians and our custodians that we have on our platform are TD Ameritrade, Fidelity Investments, and Charles Schwab. So we have the big national firms working with us in our back pocket with our clients. So we're the, the advisory team that we've created here in New England to really go out and give that personalized attention. But we're using the big national firms as our custodians for our clients. So that take that right off the table. We're not a small outfit here. We have a big operation behind us, a real big operation behind us. David Young, I give you, I throw something else out there. I don't know if I've ever even said this before on the radio, but David Young, if you go look this guy up, he's our chief investment officer. All right, he is, he was the second in charge at Pimco behind Bill Gross. He run all of the Middle Mid East and Africa for Pimco Investments. So just to give you an idea, if if you don't know who Pimco is, they're the biggest bond family in the planet. And so that's our chief investment officer that we have as part of our team amongst the, the 30 people that he's taken from PIMCO as, as with the CFPs and, and the, we got 350 years of, of experience of our team behind us, just to give you an idea. Wow, Big that's deal. amazing. Yeah. I mean, again, so, but those are the kinds of things that, that most people don't understand, I think, about working with somebody like you, Kevin, like you said, you're, you're growing and, and um, you know, when we talk about misinformation, I think um, we see it all the time. I see it in stories and I see commercials and it's like, well, hey, you need to know exactly how much you need for retirement and I can tell you. Really? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can tell you. Sure. <clears throat> he, you know, it's it has to be personalized in my opinion, Steve. You know, you can't just throw darts at a board and say, hey, what do I need? You really have to lay that out in a di in a, in a plan, laid out in, in a structure and say, we walk down this road. Yeah, you're going to get off track sometimes, but that's okay. That's why I'm here to kind of guide you along and, you know, give advice and, and recommendations. And I had another couple here the other day saying, you know, I, you mean to tell me you're going to take care of our investments, how you just described, which is way better than what we have experienced so far. Mm -hmm. But you're also going to talk and help us with these other things that the distribution planning and, and the tax strategies and Medicare and long-term care strategies and legal planning that we haven't done yet, you, you, you're, you're going to bring us to the table with all of that and it's not going to, we don't have to pay you any more money? That, that's the question. And, and I get that all the time. And I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's all inclusive. It's a holistic plan. It's a, it's a holistic office and approach that we do. And we've got the team members to be able to pull to the table with no additional cost to you. Ex except for the legal side, you work with an attorney, that's a different thing. But but everything else is is all inclusive. Well, and all inclusive, and and that brings us to Medicare because I think there's a lot of misinformation about Medicare because it's you know it's the be all end all, and I mean it's a pretty good program. Don't get me wrong, but it is not the be all end all. It's not. And so let's say you call a Medicare representative up at X Y Z company, all right, and okay. that Medicare representative is a captive agent, insurance agent of that company. What do you think that person is going to bring to present to you. They're going to bring only the products that they're allowed to sell from XYZ company. And to me, does that make sense? Can, can you really, you know, uh, push people into a plan and, and it makes sense to everybody? Of course it doesn't. No. Everybody knows that. So why would you do that? Our three top it, it, uh, Medicare reps that cover the whole state are independent as well. And so which th what that means is 
they can go to United Healthcare, they can go to Humana, they can go to Aetna, they can go to, you know, whoever the, the Harvard program, whoever the, the, the best potential plan is for you, bring you to the table and say, hey, this is the best fit for you. This is this is the best drug plan for you because we called, you, you know, with your drugs and found the formularies and this is going to be the most cost effective place to put you. Instead of just being pitched one person, you know, that's a captive advisor with one particular company. That, that to me doesn't make any sense at all. I think you said something important there when you talk about the formularies, because again, depending on where you go, certain certain medica medications are covered, others aren't. Some are covered more than others. That and you do the heavy lifting there for us. Yeah, our our advisors actually sit with people, take a list of the medications, pick up the phone, and call the plan, the drug plans that we you know might be the best fit, and find out where the best deals are for their medications before they sign up for a drug plan. That's I mean, so nice. I mean, that's what a what a great service. It's a well, I think it's critical too. I mean, you don't want to get get into a plan and all of a sudden you go get your your drugs and you're paying, uh, you know, uh, three times the the uh, the copay, whatever it is right. that uh, you might have been paying before. You don't want to be surprised at, at the cash register <laughs> at all. <laughs> no, gosh, no. You know, and again, but that's the kind of thing that that not everybody realizes about Medicare is that there are a lot of choices and it's not a cookie cutter for any for anybody. And, and and by the way, we're coming up on Medicare season pretty quickly, which is October fifteenth to December seventh, and and maybe now's a good time to kind of call us up, get your name in the queue, you know, get set up so that when October fifteenth rolls around, our Medicare reps can uh, actually sit down with you and talk about what the new plans are going to be for the following year, and and maybe you make some changes, but maybe not. I mean, it depends on how the plans come out that uh, the companies offer and the pricing of them. Well, and again, if you're going to be turning 65 next year, that would be the perfect time to sit down with you, you know, in the in the months before your birthday, right? Yeah, you want to take care of that at least three months uh, before you turn 65 to get that kind of in place so that if you're retiring, let's say, and you're 65 the same month, you want something in place uh, right away and you got to sign up for Medicare Part B a couple months in advance. So uh, there's a lot to it. But, but again, our, our reps will walk people through that. I like it. Folks, if you want to have uh, some help there, uh, Kevin and his team are there for you. In fact, let's go ahead and invite folks to call right now, Kevin. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey folks, here it is. This is a great way to get those questions answered, to to get that overview that, that you've been looking to get, that you need to have. Uh, again, it can get complicated. We were just talking, basically scratch the surface when it comes to Medicare. It can get very complicated. Get with someone who knows what they're doing. That's Kevin and his team at Frisbee and Associates. Here's your chance to get a true practical financial review. It's a phone call away, 800-998-5649. Ten callers are going to get the comprehensive financial review. You will see where you are 
start today, of course, but more importantly, when you walk out, you'll have that roadmap, that guide that's going to help give you confidence to get you into and through retirement. 800-998-5649. 10 callers. 800-998-5649. It's been a busy week for listeners sending questions. We've got the answers right after this. run out on his social security to age 70 for maximum benefits and here comes the Roth conversion he's locked in for income for life he's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan he's created his own pension as well and it looks like he's going to go all the way play your best retirement game call financial safaris Kevin Frisbee 800-998-5649 800-998-5649 Known as the pioneer of the five-and-dime type store, F.W. Woolworth Company was founded on February 22, 1879, when Frank Winfield Woolworth opened his first Woolworth store in Utica, New York. It was known as Woolworth's Great Five-Cent Store. Unfortunately, the store closed up shop in May 1879. He opened up a second location in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and called it Woolworth's Great Five-Cent Store in June 1879. He asked his brother, Charles Sumner Sum Woolworth, to manage his next location in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania in July that same year. It was known as Five Cent Woolworth Brothers Store. Frank later found an ideal location for his next store, Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Five Cent and Ten Cent Woolworth Brothers Store opened on November 6, 1880 with some as manager. The Scranton store is where some fully developed the Brothers Five Cent and Ten Cent merchandising model. By 1904, there were six chains of affiliated stores operating in the United States and Canada. The company continued its 5 and 10 cent business until 1932 when a 20 cent line of merchandise was added. In November 1935, the company's directors decided to discontinue selling price limits altogether. By 1962, Woolworths founded a chain of large single-floor discount stores called Woolco. Some of these stores were branded as Winfields after the founder's middle name. The following year, in 1963, Woolworth expanded into the shoe store business with the purchase of Kinney Shoe Corporation which eventually created the store that Woolworth would be taken over by, Foot Locker. During the 1980s, the company tried many different specialty store formats. They also tried to revive the classic Woolworth store model into Woolworth Express, a small mall-oriented store that would carry everyday convenience items like health and beauty aids, greeting cards, snack foods, cleaning supplies, and school supplies. Focusing on specialty stores and getting away from its five-and-dime roots led to the store's demise. On July 17, 1997, Woolworths closed its remaining department stores in the U.S. and changed its corporate name to Venator. On October 20, 2001, the company changed names again. This time, it took the name of its top retail performer and became Foot Locker Incorporated, which Woolworth started in 1974. The corporate history of Woolworth is legally included in the history of Foot Locker Incorporated, which is the legal continuation of Woolworth. We're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, a fast-paced show once again, Kevin. And, and I, I mean, we're already to uh, our final segment and, and some great questions. I have not mentioned uh, the seminars, and I know that uh, you guys are scheduled out. The best way to see that is on the, on the website, right? 
Yeah, and, and call up. If you're in an area you want to find out where we're doing seminars coming up, uh, we can tell you where the locations are. Um, and and I, I'm so happy, Steve, to see people coming out to the live seminars. And we don't have the attendance that we had pre-COVID, but it's starting to pick up. And, I, and I'm just happy to see people. And I'm just glad to have that interaction. Well, it is important, I think, to have that. And, and I think we all have been craving that. And so, again, as we sort of inch our way out of this thing and uh, back into uh, what we like to think is normal, I mean, that's it's a good thing. It's a, it, Moving forward is always good. It really is. And I, I, I can sense it with people in the commentary is like, oh, yeah, great. Thanks. Uh, you, we appreciate that we can come out to something now. Right. All right. Let's jump into some of these questions here. We have got uh, Phil in Harrison. He says, uh, he says, my spouse and I are 70 and 67 years old and retired. Now we have a fixed and variable annuity. Is this a good investment for monthly income? Mm, interesting. Well, a couple things. We touched briefly on variable annuities uh, earlier in another segment. And uh, to, to that point, I'll, I'll tell you that, and I'll answer your question, Phil. Thanks for writing in. But that couple I was talking about earlier in today's show, they did have, uh, they were pitched one of those variable annuities by that big box shop and their nephew with a little bit of money. And he'd had it since, uh, since 2008. He says, I haven't really made any money there at all. I said, well, that's because of the fees. He says, I know. He says, I, I just, I, I got to get it out of there because it's not made anything over the last, when the market's done so well over the last 13 years. So to that point, variable annuities are one of those things out there that are very expensive fee-wise. And if you have one and you've not seen very good returns, that's the reason, that's one of the reasons I should say is because of the fee structure built into that. Some of the fixed annuities might have, might be a tool for, for monthly income. It depends, Phil, what you're trying to do when you're starting income, how much you put into that you know, plan, those type of things. Um, I, I would say it's best to maybe circle back in, have a consultation with us and try to figure out what companies you have those with, what the payout factors are. And then that'll be my answer on if it's a good deal to stay there or not, or maybe look elsewhere to create that income stream. Okay. Well, again, but that's worth having the conversation and just making the most of it as the thing. And and it, you said this many times, Kevin, it's all about the education. You got to know, you know, you got to know what you know. Well, um, well, that's it. And so my concern would Phil would be if he decides to just execute the income and, and, and turn those and annuitize those, those contracts he has, He's going to give up any and all choices in the future. So I would say just as a second opinion, get somebody else's eyes on that on them and figure out if they, sh they, they should be turned into income or not. And, okay. and a lot of times, probably the answer is not. All right. Uh, Phil, if you'd like to give Kevin a call, it's 800-998-5649. Deborah checked in, uh, wrote us from Wilton, and she says, I recently retired at the age of 77. Well, good for her. Uh, she's asking if there is a time limit on rolling over my 401k from my former employer. Great question. That's a really good question. Uh, we get this often, but uh, congratulations to work until 77, Deb. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, some companies do require you after a period of time to move the 401k out of where it sits. I've got a, a, a lot of clients up in the Bangor area that have Eastern Maine healthcare system and they've got the 403b and they've got the core account. And so the 403b can set there anytime, although there's, there's a lot of reasons to move it out and roll it over, but the core account can st sit there till a period of time till when they have to start doing the required minimum distribution, then Fidelity forces them to move that out. So I would say, you know, Let's get a start on that, figure out what has to be moved and what doesn't. And then again, let us do a comparison and I can build a, a pretty good case of why 
it's better to move it out of the 401k and have it tactically managed in an IRA. Yeah, that makes sense to me. 800-998-5649. All right, Vince is in Canaan. Uh, He says, I'm going to be 64 this year, and I'm thinking of taking Social Security benefits at full retirement and putting money into a money market account for four years and continue to work until age 70. I would put $1,000 in monthly and use the rest as a safety net for now. At 70, I'll retire, have Social Security, the money market account, and my 403B. Should I wait until I turn 70 to start collecting Social Security? And I, I kind of chuckled. There's just got a lot going on. He's, think, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's thinking, and I, that's good, I, right? But <laughs> I see how he's trying to finagle this, right? Yes. I, I, I can see that. <laughs> so he, he's thinking about it in one way that might make sense, but, but he's not going to make any money on that money he starts to collect in Social Security. So if he thinks he's going to live a, a fair amount of time, right, he's probably better off to not collect Social Security and not stick that money in the money market and get zero growth. Um, because now he takes a reduction of social security that's going to lock in that reduction the rest of his life. And if he delays taking social security, he's going to get an 8% increase every year, not counting the inflation, uh, you know, increase that they'll give, which is being talked about going to be 4% this coming year. So that could be a 12% increase on, on the money, on the social security money by delaying it. But the, the, the flip side of that is if he dies early, right before 80 years old, let's say, mm-hmm. It made sense to do what he's what he's talking about doing. So, if you, Vince, if you think you're gonna live past 79, 80 years old, wait to take it. If you if you think that you know if you don't have good health or whatever, and you think you're not gonna live that long, then then do what you're talking about doing. 800-998-5649. There's the number, Vince. And um, <laughs> it seems like folks that write to us, they've paid attention to the show, and they're really thinking through things, and they're looking to just just to get a little direction. I think that's really good. I love it because I just had a uh, an email come in um, from a uh, Florida resident that was traveling to Maine for the summer. He's got a, a place in both places. And so he started listening to my podcast, Driving from Florida to Maine. And I met, to be fair, I, I did meet him in Florida at one of my neighbor's houses and we, we had a good conversation, whatever. Sure. But he started listening to the podcast in the radio show and he emailed me when he got back up there to me and says, you're exactly what I've been looking for. And you know, it was great to hear because he said, listen, you talk about holistic planning. I own a business here in Maine. I've got this, that, and the other thing going on. I've got you know X amount of dollars in, in these retirement accounts. And I need somebody just like you that, number one, I can understand and, and, and can, can explain to me and keep it so that I can understand things. But number two, you can bring in all those other pieces. So there, I think the radio show has been great because people are listening from here to from here to Maine or here to California, whoever, who knows where. Well, and you bring up a good point about the podcast. I mean, all of the shows that you do are on, one, they're on your website, which is easy and convenient. But also, uh, for a lot of folks like me, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and you can find uh, Kevin's on Apple Podcasts, on iHeart, Google, um, tune in. I mean, you name it, wherever you get a podcast, you can find Kevin and Financial Safari. And again, that's kind of cool that he's driving from Florida to Maine listening to you. Yeah, it was. And, and he reached out to me, and we're going to do some business. That's I very cool. To do that. Yeah. yeah. Very fun. 800-998-5649. There's the number. Um, Let's see. Craig is in North Yarmouth, and he says, "My, uh, I'm 60. My wife is 59. One of the biggest disagreements we have about our pending retirement is how to estimate the future returns from our savings. These returns will dramatically affect our finances in retirement. What approach should we use to get a reasonably conservative estimate of future returns? Uh, that's an interesting question. So if they're if they're not on the same page and have a disagreement, and he's writing the the question in 
he wants a reasonably conservative estimate. That does that mean she wants more of an aggressive uh, portfolio? I, you know, because we find that sometimes. So, and it's usually the guy that wants a more aggressive portfolio than right. than the uh, than the wife. Just just how it is most times. So, to that point, the the best thing to do, Craig, let's look at what you have for money, what your budget is. Like we talked about earlier in the show, put that lay that strategy out. How much money do you need, and then figure out how much we need for a return to give you just an income stream just taking the interest from that investment. And then we can gauge what kind of portfolio and how much risk needs to be taken to make sure you maintain the principal and never deplete the principal of that investment. Okay. I mean, again, it's, it sounds simple enough, but boy, it's nice to have somebody who really understands. I said it, it sounded so simple, right? Yeah. It, it, to me, it is in some ways. Yeah. It's just a matter of Laying it out on the whiteboard when people come to the office. Right, exactly. Uh, all right, so Ellie, uh, yeah, we got time for one more. Let's go to Ellie. Uh, she says, I'll be 62 in September. I've got a good job with the good health care benefits and a salary. I want to retire at 66, but I only have about 100000 in my 401k, but I've recently been contributing 17% of my paycheck to the account. I owe about 60000 on my home. What should I do over the next four years, increase my savings or pay down my home? Yes, is the <laughs> yes, question. Okay. Is the answer to that? So, <laughs> Ellie, I mean, it sounds like you're you're really starting to try to focus. Um, I don't want to say you're late to the game because you're never too late. But but at the end of the day, I'm I'm glad to hear you increase your contributions. You want to do both. You want to continue to increase your contributions every single year. If you get a raise, put that raise into your additional contributions. Ratchet that up, and so because you got to get that account growing uh, more. And so also you want to pay down your debt because the, the, the more you get out of debt, obviously, the, the less you'll need uh, as far as money uh, on the other side. So, uh, you know, if you want to have a conversation, Ellie, you got three, four years, let's say four years before you want to retire. That's a relatively decent amount of time to, you know, try to get some gains on the money. If you get an average return of 12%, let's say, that money uh, doubles in, in, in six years. So and then you can gauge it by the rule of seventy-two. What, what's your interest rate divided into seventy-two? How many years is it going to take your money to double? And so you could get that to two hundred thousand pretty easily, I think, by the time you get to be sixty-six. Okay, well, I like that. Um, and again, eight hundred nine nine eight five six four nine. Wow, again, really a fast hour, Kevin. Hard to believe it's already over, but it is. Let's go ahead and uh, invite folks to call one last time today. Sounds great, Steve. For the next ten callers who will call in today. We're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 
Hey, folks, here it is. This is your last opportunity today to give Kevin a call, to come on in, sit down, take advantage of the offer today. It's a chance to break down that complex financial world and make it clear, make it easy to understand. Like Kevin says, lays it all out on the whiteboard for you so that everybody kind of has a great idea of what's going on. It's a chance for you to get that true practical financial review. There's no cost, there's no obligation, and it's a phone call away. 800-998-5649. Ten callers right now get that comprehensive financial review. You see where you are today, but more importantly, you end up with that roadmap that we talk about that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. Ten callers, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Kevin, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week right here every week. Yeah, it was great. And anybody that's going to call into the show, give us a call if you haven't called before. If you've called before and we've not met with you, give another call. And we're going to we're gonna return your call within an hour of the show ending and, and get you booked in and, and have you uh, come in for that consultation. Hey, that sounds fantastic. Folks, really appreciate you listening. We do. And uh, we're going to be back again next week. We'll have more topics, more questions, and more conversation with Kevin Frisbee on Financial Safari. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.